Welcome to Ancient Roots Modern Paths, exploring Orisha and Ifa wisdom. This captivating podcast will take you on a transformative journey where ancient wisdom meets modern practice. I am your host, Ianifa Ekundayo Ekuntonisin. I'm a devoted student of the West African Yoruba spiritual tradition. Join me on a journey that blends ancient wisdom with modern practice. We'll delve into the sacred teachings that have guided generations for millennia. We'll uncover insights and practices to guide and shape your life path. Subscribe now and join our secret community as we unlock and apply the profound wisdom of Orisha and Ifa to everyday living. Ekabo, welcome back. Excited to have you here today and excited to take you on a bit of a journey um, of introspection. You've probably heard me say a number of times, if you've been listening to the podcast, that I believe that the Orisha Ifa tradition is one of the most extraordinary self-development, self-improvement, personal growth systems that I've ever encountered. And it, you know, sometimes we get kind of caught in, you know, thinking that the tradition is all about, uh, you know, making sacrifice or all about ceremony or all about dressing up. And it is all of those things, but it is so much more. And so today we're going to, I'm going to dive into that a little bit. You know, you've probably heard me on other podcasts talk about the need and importance of taking care of our ori. Um, It has come up in a number of different uh, divinations that have been done, a number of different readings with regard to um, everyone's responsibility and need to take care of our ori, our, our inner spirit. And uh, I don't want to delve into that too much, but suffice it to say, um, I have a couple of podcasts, past podcasts that, that speak to taking care of your ori as well as a course online. But it's also gotten me thinking a lot. Why is the world Odu coming out of Ile Ife speak about the need to take care of our ori? Um, why I was recently in an Oduni Fa celebration and when the uh, Ifa, um, Ifa Odu, the Odu Ifa came out, it also came with guidance to take care of our Oris. And for everyone who was there, we actually did that work uh, right, right there, right, right in that time period. So our Ori is about our inner spirit, our inner guidance, our inner direction. And so I've been thinking, well, I wonder energetically what is happening in the world that Ifa's through Ifa's wisdom and guidance is telling all of us to make sure that we're taking care of our oris, our inner spirits. And it got me thinking a lot about today's topic, which which is why isn't my life any better? You know, I got initiated and you know, maybe I've had more than one initiation. You know, I'm taking care of my shrines. I'm performing ebo. I pray every morning. But my life just still seems like it's, oh, it's just not going where I want it to go. And so that's what I want to talk about today. Uh, because I actually got this lesson this morning. Because I, like maybe you, you know, I have areas of my life that I'm just not pleased with. And I spend a lot of mental energy thinking about how unpleased I am with 
the fact that I'm not pleased, which gets me what? It gets me more things that I'm not pleased by, which is a whole nother conversation. But, you know, why isn't my life better? You know, I've, I've, I've spent all these years, maybe I've spent a lot of money getting, getting initiations, but, you know, people still treat me poorly or I still treat people poorly. Um, you know, it still seems like people are attacking me. You know, my spouse is, you know, my spouse isn't doing what I want him or her to do. You know, there's all this stuff. Why isn't my life any better? And so I want you to, you know, really sit and and hear what I have to share today and to apply to your life, start to work, start to apply this to your life. So the first thing that is important to understand is that much like if you've ever seen, I believe it's uh, the yin and the yang, right? It's a circle um, and basically one, it, one half of it is dark and one half of it is light, right? And that really represents to me balance, right? Expansion and contraction. These ideas that there is an expanse of light and also there's a contractive time, right? Or another way you could say is that there is positivity and there is negativity. Um, in Oduifa, we the first two Mejis, which are the first two Oduifa signs that are in that come in a pair, basically, is you have Ejiogbe, which is all light expansion, and then it's followed by Oyeku Meji, which is contraction, and some people will say it's dark matter, right? It is, it is the contraction. It is the contraction of the womb. The, you know, the, the things that go inside of go on inside of a womb, a woman's womb. It can be, you know, the universe at night is a contractive time, a contractive space. And so the first concept to really understand today and to think about is that there is always positive and neg- negative operating. This is true in many of the stories that come from this tradition that you know, there's there's always things that were going well. Orisha who had big responsibilities and then blew it, <laughs> right? And so, you know, one of one of my one of the ones that I um, that I am guided by is the story of Obatala. So Obatala is considered to be the oldest of the Orisha, Obatala, the king of the white cloth, and uh, when what is now called Aie, which is the planet Earth that we we sit upon. But at one point it was nothing but a vast, a vast space of water, had no firm land on it. And it was Obatala and Ogun's responsibility, uh, as well as other Orisha, to to start to shape this this vast watery space into something that would be firm, that someone could stand upon. So Obatala, as the story goes, Ogun was um, asked by Oludumare, who is the supreme being, creator of everything. Ogun, which is the the Orisha of iron, war, technology. Um, Ogun was asked to fashion a chain. 
And that chain would come from uh, Orun, which is the invisible realm where Oludumari and the Orisha were, and kind of this, you know, magical space that um, the the chain had to come from Orun and come to Aye, which was still this sort of watery space. And the chain Ogun sat in his in his um in his in with his fire and his forging tools and the iron and he hammered out and created a chain and that chain came from uh from Orun to got close to this watery surface and then it was Obatala Obatala was given a snail shell filled with sacred earth uh a five hole five um toed chicken um, and some and uh, ikin, palm the uh, palm nuts. And Obatala's job was to create was to start to create this firm space. So Obatala starts climbing down this chain coming from Orun to Aye. He's climbing and climbing and he gets close to the end of the chain and he looks down. He still can't touch the the water. And so out of his his sacred bag he takes the snail shell, which is filled with this very special sacred um, substance. And he tips it over and he pours it onto the, onto the water. And it kind of builds up in a little like mound. And then he takes the five-toed chicken, hen, and he tosses her down onto this, onto this earth. And then she sat and she started to kick the dirt. Have you ever seen a chicken in a chicken yard? You know, they're kicking dirt. They're scratching the earth. And as they scratch the earth, it moves the earth or anything else, but it moves it into another space. And so this five-toed hen started to, you know, push the earth in every direction. And as she did that, everything started to turn into more solid ground. And then Obatala took the ikin and dropped it in, dropped it from from where he was, dropped it into the soil. And remember, he still can't reach the ground, and so he drops it in the soil, and uh, and the hen is still kicking the dirt. And then from this seed springs this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful palm tree. And this palm tree starts to grow to the point where Obatala can 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 touch the top of it and then climb down. And so those all of these elements that I just spoke to are actually very important elements in this tradition. So Obatala comes down and and uh, you know his job was to create the earth to start to make a, a way for that. And Ogun came down and some other Orisha came down and there was another Orisha who came, who is believed to be the brother of Obatala, um, that is Odudua, came. And um, Obatala was like, okay, well, you know, I've been working so hard and, you know, the everything started to grow and thrive and he found some palm wine. And so Obatala drank this palm wine and he drank some more and he drank some more and he got so intoxicated, he fell over and fell asleep. And so Odudua looks around and was like, Oludumari told us that we need to create this space, this land. We need we have other Orisha who are coming with special gifts and you know Oshun is coming, Osain is coming with plants. Like there's all these other Orisha. So Oduduwa picked up the responsibility and began to create the earth while Obatala slept in his slumber. 
And so this is an example of all of us having an important mission in our lives, right? For Obatala, Obatala's mission was to, to help create the world, help create earth. He also had another job, which was to shape human bodies out of the earth. And so well, that's another story for another time. But he had this really important mission that was given to him by Olodumare. But he failed the mission. In fact, he knew that by consuming this palm wine, he, he was inebriated. He was unable to continue his role, his job. That's much like many of us, right? We might do the, you know, we might do part of the things that we're supposed to do with our big mission, but there's always something that where we need to work and develop our own character that we, we don't complete. We don't give the attention to it. And some of us may believe that, oh my gosh, I'm praying to my Orisha, I'm praying to Ifa, and my life is just not getting any better. Well, some of that is because there is an internal conversation that is happening that is actually keeping us from the blessings that have been told to us. If So if you are someone who was initiated in this tradition, either initiated to Ifa or initiated to Orisha, you have had a divination. And in those divinations, we're given guidance. We're given guidance for our lives, how to live our lives, how, what is the character, what kind of character should I have? Um, what, what kinds of things should I be avoiding? What kinds of things should I be doing? And many of us, only do a part of those of that. We only carry out a part of it. And in our ego minds, if we don't see Ifa or the Orisha's um, blessings happen right away, then we usually turn and we say, this doesn't work. My life isn't any better. I've done this for one week. My life is no better. That means that that Babalao, that Yanifa, they don't know what they're talking about. This stuff doesn't really work. That's one, one conversation a person could have. The other conversation is, oh my gosh, I need to do more. I need to do more prayer. I need to give more ebo. I need to make more sacrifices. I need to work harder. I'm not working hard enough, talking to my shrines, doing my shrine work. And so, the, or, or I, I need more readings. You know, I'm, I'm going to get another reading. I'm going to get a reading every week. So the deal is, is we can have all the prayer in the world. If, if it's external prayer, if we're having an external conversation, we can perform all the ebos. We can ask, we can, we can give all the ebos and or adimu, food offerings. We can do all the shrine work. But if our thinking is corrupted by negative ideas about ourselves, first and foremost, if our thinking is always attacking other people outside of us, if our thinking is um, not believing in the messages of Ifa, as my Aluo says, Ifa's words do not fall to the floor. But if we are becoming impatient because we don't see the blessings, that is a space where we are out of alignment and out of balance. And the more we remain out of balance, my friends, the more we only will see the contraction, the darkness, the negativity. 
And the more we spend in negativity, the more we spend in lack, the more we spend in scarcity, whether it is the lack of a good job, whether it is the lack of a good spouse, whether it is the lack of children or our children don't mind us properly the way we think they should, whether it is a lack of a car, whether it is a lack of um, anything that you can think of, if we're always focused on the lack Guess what our brains, guess what our subconscious does? Guess what our ORI responds to? It is responding to our constant drumbeat of my life isn't in a good place. So why isn't my life better? In part, it is because we, are, we can be very impatient. We can be... Um, very negative with our thoughts, our even thoughts against ourselves. So I run a business. I have several businesses, but one that I run has been a struggle, frankly. And I have realized over the years, I've had this business 10 years, I have realized over the years that there's a conversation that is going on in my head that I'm not even focused on anymore. It goes something like this. People, you know, when I go out and I have conversations with people about our services and, um, and they're like, you know, they're like, well, you know, maybe not right now or, well, you know, it's not in our budget cycle right now or, you know, we do that in-house. We have a training team that does that training in-house. Then I will go away and I'll feel defeated, honestly. And then the next time I go out for a conversation, you know, the person's like, well, you know, I don't know, maybe we could use your services, but, you know, we have these other things going on right now, you know, maybe like six months from now. And then I walk away from that conversation. And what I began to realize that I started doing was saying to myself, this service that we offer isn't something that people really need or want. And so I will tell you that I have also become, started to become more clear that the more I reinforce that conversation with myself, the more I keep getting the exact same affirmation back to me. So to break that down, the more I tell myself, the more I am training my mind to hear the message that people don't need the service that we offer the more people I encounter who don't need the service that we offer. Because that is the vibration that I am putting out. That is the way that my energy is orienting to the conversations that I'm going to have with people. And so I ask you in your life, if you think that your life isn't any better, start tuning into the conversations that are happening in your mind. Let's say you want to get a new house. And the first thing you say is, I don't have any money for a new house. And then if you, if you stay right there, your brain will start to reinforce the message that you don't have enough money for your house. And so there's many reasons why it is very important for us to mind our minds, to be careful of what we, the people that we're around, if they're negative and they're always saying negative things, if there's people in your life who are always struggling 
Find people who are thriving and spend time around them. Listen to what they say. Listen to how they frame their lives. Because life, the point of this podcast today, and you know, why isn't my life better? The thing that we have to realize is that we we are always experiencing positive and negative. Any story that you can listen to about Orishas or you read about Orisha or you hear told to you about the Orisha, just as the story I told you earlier about Obatala, is that Obatala had this extraordinary mission. Like that was a high vibration experience to create the world, right? But Obatala somehow in his character or his thinking, he got distracted And he did most of the job, but he didn't finish the job because he decided, you know, he could just take a break and drink, drink some palm wine. Palm wine is actually taboo for Obatala and children of Obatala. We cannot drink palm wine because it will intoxicate us to the point where we cannot complete our mission. That's the negative. So the deal is, the thing that's important is to recognize that we always have positive and we have negative. And are, and they're both vibrations, right? They're both energy, which is what this tradition is always speaks about in many different ways. And so as it is energy, it becomes very important for us to be very careful about the words we speak out of our mouths about ourselves and other people, the thoughts that we have in our head about ourselves, our potential, our joy, our happiness, our accomplishments. We have to spend a lot of time giving ourselves positive affirmations, positive prayers, because you want to spend more time and energy um, building positive vibration. The more positive vibration you can have, the less the quieter negative vibrations will be, but they will never be eliminated. That is, life is always working in balance. We see the Orisha working in balance. And so I hope that you take an opportunity to reflect on what are you thinking? You know, when you're like, why isn't my life any better? Right after you say that, I want you to listen carefully to the, the, com- the conversation that happens in your head back to you in response to the, to the question. And when you, and you might even need to just jot down, what are, the, what are the things that I hear myself saying about myself and about my opportunities? Anywhere you write down, whether or maybe someone else has said something to you that you now have in your brain, whatever it is, write it down, look at it, and then identify a complete opposite. So let's say, take the house analogy again. You want to buy a house you know, instead of reinforcing, I don't have money to buy a house, I don't have money to buy a house, you may reinforce, um, you know, to your ori, you may ask your ori, ori, show me new ways to make money, new ways to create more revenue, new ways to, to um, be able to, to create more financial benefit in my life so that I can purchase a beautiful home to protect my family or myself. So, I just invite you to really think about what are the thoughts happening in your mind and realize that 
Ebo, prayer, sacrifice, shrine work, all of those work when you, when we, are also working on our character. And one of the first places that we need to develop and work on our character is in the thoughts we think and in the words that we speak out or that we speak against ourselves or others. Though that is a huge place to work on that I think we kind of don't, don't focus on enough. That combined with Ebo prayer and that will, will start to create a brighter and brighter life for you. I hope that this resonates for you. Please send me a message if, if you have thoughts about this or if you really agree or you disagree. Send a, send a comment. I'd love to hear how this resonates for you. Um, I am convinced that uh, our thoughts are so powerful. The words we speak to ourselves and to others are so powerful that it is worthy of us to spend time working just on that replacing, getting the the rotten thoughts, the negative thoughts, getting those out of our mind, out of our subconscious, and replacing them with positive thoughts, positive affirmations, forward thinking. So hopefully you enjoyed this podcast and you've gotten some value from it. Please make sure you share it with a friend, um, like and subscribe, and I look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Odabo. Goodbye. Thank you for joining us on the Ancient Roots Modern Paths Exploring Orisha and Ifa Wisdom Podcast. To learn more about this tradition, join our community at www.ifadestiny.com. Join us to explore and grow together on this spiritual journey. Please subscribe, like, share, and invite others to hear and participate in our podcast as we spread the wisdom of Orisha and Ifa across the globe.